How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is the Sports Edge with Rick Wolf on your flagship station for New York sports. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN, New York. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Rick Wolf's Sports Edge. I'm your host, Rick Wolf. And, of course, each year on Super Bowl Sunday, I want to take a few moments and remind sports parents everywhere about the concerns and dangers of sports gambling, and especially when it comes to our kids. Now, before we begin... I just want to point out that and emphasize that I'm not in any way trying to pass judgment on gambling and wagering on sports. That's not the purpose of the show this morning. Simple, flat-out truth is that gambling is legal in something like 30 states in the nation, and that number continues to grow. In short, it is legal. And along those lines, I just want to you know, acknowledge that for most people, gambling on sports is no big deal. In fact, it's seen as fun and exciting. And we, we all know that. But for a percentage of others, gambling can develop into a serious issue. It's an addiction that is recognized medically by the American Psychiatric Association as a disease that can truly ruin people's lives. And if you have kids, teenagers in particular, who are basically, you know, sports fans, even though they are supposed to be at least 21 years old in, in most states in order to wager on games. Well, the truth is, the sad truth is, we know that many young people find a way to place bets uh, and wager on sports. So on this Sports Edge program, as we have done for many years on Super Bowl Sunday, we want to focus on the warning signs that all parents need to know if they suspect or think or have a hunch that perhaps their son or daughter is having a problem with gambling. Now, again, on this day, where, let's face it, billions of dollars are going to be bet on this one football game, I always ask Don from Gamblers Anonymous to come on the show to talk about how moms and dads can pick up on those signs that their kids might be gambling on sports. And I will, of course, will, throughout the course of the hour, I will give you the hotline for Gamblers Anonymous and their website, uh, because obviously this is what we want to talk about today. This is a growing concern. But first, let me allow, allow me to uh, bring in Don. 
so I said, Don has been on the show many years in the past talking on Super Bowl Sunday. Don, good morning. It's good to talk to you again. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, thank thank you as always for your time and for your, you know, t- your dedication and devotion to uh, educating uh, parents about this issue. I mean, you, you, you really do provide a most valuable service to sports parents everywhere. And friends, as I just mentioned, let me start by giving out the, uh, the hotline number for Gamblers Anonymous. It's 855-222-5542, or you can go to their website at gamblersanonymous.org. Now, now, Don, uh, let's start this way. Can, can you provide a little background? I know you've been, you've been. Uh, uh, I mean, how many years have you not have you uh, not gambled at this point? I've been in Gamblers Anonymous for forty three years, and uh, people. One of the questions I get very often is, "Why do you still go to meetings?" And the point is, I said that you know, for the first thirty years, of, you know, I came into GA when I was thirty years old, uh-huh. and those years between. 13 and 30 were not good years for me. Well, let's talk um, about that because, I mean, you, obviously you've been involved this for, as you said, close to almost half a century now with GA. But you started, you said, you know, when you were 15, from between the ages of 15 and 30, you had some difficulties with this addiction. Can you can you share uh, with our audience what happened, how you got involved, and when did you finally realize this was really getting out of control? Well, you know, Gamblers Anonymous is a, Gam- problem gambling is a progressive illness. Uh-huh. And so when I was 13, 14, 15, you know, those early years, I was always, I had my friends, we used to go to the, you know, we would go to this, I grew up in uh, Brooklyn, but me and my friends would be in the schoolyard. But then we started playing poker, you know, just for pennies. And, mm-hmm. Because that was the access of money, you know. Gamblers always gamble to the access and to the excess of money that they have. And just the gambling just started progressing. As I got older, I learned about sports betting. And again, back then, you couldn't bet legally. Mm-hmm. You did things illegally. Mm-hmm. And then when I started started in college, I got a, a job. And so most people would use that money you know, to fund themselves through college or to have some money. I was using that money to gamble and to pay off the bookmakers, and it just kept progressing, and it put me into places and with people that really, um, you know, created some many problems in my life. And finally, um, you know, I finally came into GA when I was uh, almost thirty years old. Now, again, this is going back, as I said, close to half a century. Even those days. I mean, gambling was known. Uh, it was illegal uh, everywhere. Uh, and, and the fact is that, as you mentioned, back in those days, if you wanted to wager uh, or, or, or gamble or poker, whatever it might have been, you know, you had to go through a bookie, uh, uh, you know, somebody who was uh, not obviously um, uh, accepted as, as a legal entity. But these days, of course, things have changed. Back, uh, you know, a few years ago, the United States Supreme Court basically legalized uh, gambling uh, in this country. And all of a sudden, uh, we've seen just a, um, a, a torrent of possibilities and places that people can go if they're 21 to wager on sporting events. But as I said at the start of the show, Don, this is what I really want to get into today. I, I don't know <clears throat> if our parents are aware of just how uh, how many kids, how many teenagers in particular, are now finding a way to gamble? I mean, according to the latest stats that I've seen from a, a variety of websites, 
something like uh, four to five percent of kids age ages 12 through 17 you know meet one or more of the criteria for having a gambling problem uh, and of those kids uh, as close to as many as 10 to 15 percent are at serious risk for developing an addiction which means they're, they, they're showing signs already of losing control over their, their gambling activities. So we're talking about millions of teenagers here all over the country running into possible difficulties. And the other thing, the uh, stat that, that struck me, which doesn't surprise me, but in general, between 60 to 80% of all high school students report having gambled for money during the past year. I mean, that's, that's a lot of kids. And, you know, yeah, we know, and we'll talk about this as well, too, Don, that boys are more likely than girls to gamble uh, and to experience gambling issues. But the percentage of girls who gamble has risen significantly, significantly in recent years. Um, and so for, for, for parents of, of teenagers, you know, for, often parents look upon gambling as just an innocuous behavior with a few negative consequences. But for those kids who find that they're developing addiction, it can really spiral out of control. And again, as I mentioned a few seconds ago, uh, gambling is uh, recognized as a an addiction illness by the American Psychiatric Association. So, Don, with that background, tell me uh, when, when kids, uh, their parents, what happens with the, the, the number of, of kids who come into GA and, and, you know, talk about an issue or do they come with their parents? How does this whole thing sort of, uh, you know, come together? Well, I for parents, I think parents think that, um, you know, if three people were walking down the street yeah. and the one, somebody had a drug problem, you'd see them stumbling. Mm-hmm. If you saw somebody who, who, if the other, the second person had a drinking problem, you would see them stumbling. If they were doing drugs, they would be stumbling. But a compulsive gambler just walks down the street and doesn't show those signs. So mm-hmm. it's very difficult for people on the outside to kind of relate to it. And I think about one of the things is I think parents think, well, my kids, even if the kids are downstairs gambling and they're talking about fantasy sports or any of those things, it's so much better than drinking and drugs when we know that it has the same outcome of problems for these young people. And what we've seen is that for a lot of young people, they don't have the access to money. So what ends up happening is they steal their credit cards. A lot of them go away to college. They somehow spend the tuition is lost. Their grades plummet. And the thing that's most telling is that the kids start isolating because they have so much guilt about what's going on. And that's what the parents have to look for. Is there a change in the kid's behavior? Are there strange things going on with credit cards? And parents feel so guilty about what's going on. Like, what did I do wrong as a parent? Mm-hmm that the thing that they do is they pay off these gambling debts and they say, don't do it again. And you know, and I know as soon as a parent says, you know, don't do it again, that that's not what's really going to work, that you really got to find a place to get some help for the child in these situations. Yeah. I'm glad you went through the whole thing because, well, first of all, as you, as you, uh, gambling, Addiction is known as the invisible addiction, as you just said. It's not like uh, somebody who's stumbling 
but because they have a, an alcohol issue or, or drug issue, um, if you're a gambling, compulsive gambling is invisible and it's not really obvious to outsiders. And the other complicating fact you just mentioned, which I think I'm glad you did, Don, is the fact that the parents, if they're aware that or become realize that their, their son or daughter has used a credit card, maybe the kid's in, away at college or whatever, uh, and they say to the kid, no, you can't do this. You can't, you can't use the credit card. Stop doing this. This is not good. It's illegal. You're not 21, so on and so forth. But the parent feels conflicted because, for example, the parents might gamble themselves. And for the parents, they might feel they don't have an issue uh, with a gambling addiction. They just, they can, it's under control. They gamble responsibly. Uh, but the kids may have a different situation. So the parent doesn't really know. They figure out, they've talked about it with the kid. They've confronted them and said, stop doing this. But if the kid really has a developing an issue, the kid will find other ways to, to fund uh, the wagering or, again, find ways to either steal money from their parents or do something else, which is just going to spiral, again, out of control. Uh, and I think that's what we're trying to alert parents about, that if, as I said, 60 to 80 percent of all high school students report having gambled uh, for money during the last year, that is a significant number of kids. I'm not sure parents are aware of that. Well, I think that, you know, one of the pieces is that um, – that there's a progression. And I think what happens is, is there's the internet. And what happens is that kids start doing these, and we've seen statistics about this. The kids start doing, um, the video games. Yes. And they get proficient at it. And they say, you know, I'm very good at this. And then it moves into the fantasy sports because the kids get more sophisticated as they get older. And then after they do well with the fantasy, then they start saying, well, and it doesn't matter whether they do well or not well. It just, it opens up the gates for their addiction. And then after that, they go into other, you know, betting on the sports. But the thing is that you can't, you can't make a legal bet until you're 21. So the, the kids, when they start doing it, a lot of them will start betting with illegal with bookmakers. And one of the things that you have to think about is that in order to bet on these sports sites, you need to put money into an account. Mm -hmm. Some of these kids have to get money somewhere to get money to make these bets. It's not where you, it's not like where you do a credit card and then you pay it off after money has to be deposited in those things. Correct. So the kids either end up going to a bookmaker or they're going to steal some money, or they're going to take some money for other things that, you know, money that they should be using for other things. Or even more than that, too, there are parents out there who will basically say, okay, here's what we'll do. If you want to wager uh, and bet on sporting events, I'll I'll allow that. I'll condone it. I'll give you the money to do it, but I want to be able to watch over what happens so that I'm keeping a close eye on, on your, your winnings and your losings. You know, I think parents feel that might be a way to sort of, um, you know, keep a close uh, way to monitor what goes on. But it also, in a way, is it's also sort of giving the kid the, the opportunity to to do this, and that's that's a concern as well. 
Um, Don, let me take a break here. We're talking with Don from Gamblers Anonymous about the very complicated issue of sports parenting when it comes to their kids who who want to gamble. Uh, and uh, we'll, in fact, well, after uh, we take the commercial break, we'll we'll open the phone lines up here at eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. I'm eager to get parents get their thoughts and comments as well. And again, I do want to remind people that if you do want to reach uh, Gamblers Anonymous, uh, you can reach them. Their hotline is eight five five two 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 five five four two or you can just go to their website at gamblersanonymous.org let me take a time out when i return we'll continue talking with don and we'll take your calls as well stay with me we're talking this morning as we do ever every uh, super bowl sunday we're talking about uh, problem gambling particularly as it affects kids teenagers and what moms and dads need to know about uh, this issue. I mean, as I said at the beginning, uh, you know, this is not about uh, trying to pass judgment uh, regarding gambling. Gambling is legal. It's legal in most states in this country. You've got to be 21. But we're so we're concerned when it comes to kids and teenagers who obviously are just beginning to get involved in this uh, activity. And uh, there are some kids, as there are with adults, who unfortunately have this invisible addiction to gambling, and they need help before their lives get out of control. And we're trying to educate moms and dads as to what they should be looking for in terms of the warning signs. Um, and we're talking with Don from Gamblers Anonymous, uh, and his the number for a GA is 855-222-5542. Website is gamblersanonymous.org. And uh, we're going to take your calls as well uh, at 877-337-6666. Don, before we start taking calls, you know, one thing that you mentioned a few minutes ago about the fact that the Internet has become such a huge player in all this, I just want to remind moms and dads, um, <laughs> because the fact of the matter is, uh, in most cases, our children uh, are a lot more sophisticated when it comes to the using the Internet or their, their apps on their cell phones than, uh, than many adults are. So just, just don't assume anything uh, that you figure the kids know what they're doing or doing the right thing, because they might be working around you uh, because they know you aren't that aren't that clued in as to what goes on with with cell phones and apps and the internet and that that's that's a real concern don i i think moms and dads have to be aware of that okay let's let's get to some of our calls here let's go to ralph in manhattan ralph good morning you're on the fan breakdown good morning you will see ad after ad promoting gambling as some sort of a panacea that someone will uh, immediately get wealthy that was, uh, you know, in a very quick way, there's, there's no losing, there's no um, disappointment, there's just something to be gained by doing it. Then directly after that, you'll see an ad that will promote Gamblers Anonymous. So <laughs> well, you, have a contradic- you have a contradiction in terms there that kind of, it, it really sends a mixed message, and no one gets the point that this is a dangerous activity if you have the propensity to uh, for addiction, I really think this is what occurs. Well, there's no question, and of course uh, uh, that is true. Uh, but again, it, the whole focus of this is if you are of age, if you are 21, and presumably you're mature and an adult and can make you know rational decisions. When people say, "Okay, 
this is an opportunity for you to place a wager, uh, to bet and have fun, enjoy the activity. But the end of the ad is always a spot about, well, make sure if you have a problem, call here or call that for help. And I think that's, that's, um, that's all well intended. But again, you always hope and pray that people actually listen to that, understand this is serious stuff because some people, not everybody, but a certain percentage of the population is going to have a problem with uh, stopping on gambling. And, and that, that's why we, why we do this show. Don, um, what, tell me, uh, what, what's your reaction? I know Gamblers Anonymous does not pass judgment. They're there to help people. Um, and as to Ralph's point, this is a real concern. Well, again, we take no position against gambling. Um, all we care about is helping the parents and the young people who have a problem. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday is the ultimate high for problem gamblers. Uh, I think I saw a statistic where $7.6 billion is going to be wagered. Yeah. So one of the things is that, you know, with, with the more propensity and more sites that are open for the gambling, we show the statistics show that we're getting a lot more calls from parents and young people. And we also get calls from parents and females. And what happens with females is that they might not be betting sports, but they go to lotteries, they go to, you know, other, other forms where it's, it's more comfortable. A female, I don't, in the old days, would not go to a racetrack. It just wasn't a comfortable place. But with the, the casinos, mm -hmm. it's really a more comfortable place. So I want parents to understand that it's not just males that we're looking at. We're looking at, we're getting a lot more calls from females, the meetings that we have, more and more women are coming into it. So that's an excellent, that's an excellent observation. Uh, and, and, and Ralph, thank you for the call this morning. Uh, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up, Don, because we've been talking, obviously, about wagering on, on let's say, the NFL, the football games. But, as you said, the, the rise of women and girls who are getting involved in gambling may not have to do with sporting events. Maybe they're having a problem uh, going to casinos and, and wagering there or other forms, other activities that may not be sports-related. But for that individual, they realize they're, they're getting in over their head in terms of uh, mounting uh, bills and, and, and owing people money. That, that's significant as well. And again, I think moms and dads figure, well, it's just as really a, a guy thing, not, not for, 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 for women. But it's not true. Let's, let's move on. Let's go to Ron over in New Jersey. Uh, good morning, Ron. You're on WFAN. Good morning, Ron. How are you? I've been gambling since I've been 10 years old. Um, I gambled till I was 40. Yep. I had a great job on Wall Street. I went to prison. I had, I'm 65 years old. I haven't gambled in 23 years. Mm -hmm. I went to GA. My son is 31. And when he was in high school, I told him, I said, hey, you're going to get a lot of pressures from people who gamble. I said, you saw what gambling did to me and to you. Because when I went to prison, he was seven years old. Hmm. I said, um, I can't tell you not to gamble because you can get a lot of pressure. But look what gambling t can do to you. He yeah, I, goes to a casino maybe twice a year with, he's married now with other couples and things like that. He calls me up, tells me, hey, Dad, I'm going to the casino. He'll blow what he can afford a couple, and he'll walk away. And he knows because he saw the devastation that gambling can do. Yeah. And like the previous call, the women who gamble are not, so much betting on because we see them come into the rooms a lot they're not betting on sports per se 
they're doing scratch-offs, lotteries, and casinos. And after the Super Bowl, you'd be surprised this week how many more people are going to come in because they're going to get devastated by losing in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, 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 unfortunately, I hear you loud and clear on this, Ron, and, and thank you for your call. Thank you for sharing uh, your own difficult story and how it affected you and obviously your, your son. Um, and, and, you know, I got to tell you, Don, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, is that correct? Uh, do you find that there's a real major uptick after the Super Bowl or does it happen before Super Bowl? When do you guys see a rise in people reaching out for help at GA? Well, I think that, you know, Super Bowl Sunday is the ultimate high for a problem gambler. Yep. You know, the Internet to a gambler is like crack to an addict. Mm-hmm. Sunday, everybody's around this. You know, there's always family parties. Everybody really promotes this. The promotion is, is enormous. And um, obviously, if there's seven, you know, we talked about it, if there's $7.6 billion being wagered legally, that that amount of money is most probably wagered illegally because you need the money in order to bet legally. But illegally, you know, you pay off. You're supposed to, in theory, at the end of the week, pay off the bookmaker, mm-hmm. and that's where the problems come into. So we do see a market increase. I saw a statistic where uh, one of the councils who who you know were the outreach that you know. And what happened was, I think a couple of years ago, it showed like they had 3,000 calls. And the last set of statistics, they showed 27,000 calls coming into the council, yep. you know, of seeking help for problem gambling. So I think that, you know, the more money that's wagered, the more venues that are available, we find, and we've had many more people coming into the program over the last couple of years. And they all talk about the same thing. You know, I went on the internet, and I mean, the internet, it's not even having a laptop or a computer. You do it on your phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so accessible. I, I just also want to, uh, because a lot of the the support that comes on the on advertising and talks about the fact that uh, the, the theme here is gamble responsibly, but that term doesn't really hold unless I'm mistaken, for somebody who's addicted or is developing an addiction to gambling. The idea of gambling responsibly, Don, that doesn't really make sense because obviously this, they, keep, they keep funneling more and more wagers. They keep, they keep gambling. Is, is that correct? Yes. Okay. And the situ- yeah. Go on. Go on. No, so I think that, that the, more, the more sites that are available and the more venues that are available, we show it just a market increase in the gambling and and people getting in trouble that's all yeah and again friends uh we're talking with don from gamblers anonymous uh the hotline for ga uh you can call anytime 855-222-5542 website is gamblersanonymous.org uh you know i i i just I just want to remind, again, we've thrown a lot of stats out this morning to people. From what I gather, according to the American Psychiatric Association and other websites, the, uh, the number of people who do develop a, uh, an addiction to gambling uh, is something like uh, anywhere, the best estimates are like 5 to 6% of the American population, which is significant because that's millions and millions of people. And obviously, 
uh, we're talking in particular today about about kids. Uh, yeah, they, they they don't they not since they're new at this, they may not know have an understanding as to just how what, what a dangerous pathway they're going down if they are and find themselves you know wagering. And I understand uh, most of the psychologists will tell you that kids gamble because they it's a very it's more of a a social activity, uh, something that their friends are doing. It's kind of fun. It's exciting. It's intriguing. But for a small percentage of those kids, they're going to find themselves in a situation where they just can't stop. They just keep feel they feel compelled. Uh, and as Don has shared with us, it, it becomes a, a real, real issue. Uh, it's as simple as that. All right, friends, we're going to take more of your calls here at 877-337-6666. I'd like to hear more stories from other parents, what they've gone through with their kids. Uh, I also uh, want to come back. Uh, I want to talk about what happened uh, very briefly at Pearl River High School in Rockland County. This is a very, very disturbing situation. Okay, 877-337-6666. Just a quick reminder, friends, that you can always find all your resources regarding sports parenting at AskCoachWolf.com. You can follow me on Twitter at AskCoachWolf as well. Also, here is some big news regarding the show. Next week... The Sports Edge returns to an 8 o'clock start next Sunday. That's right. We will go next Sunday from 8 to 9 a.m. Looking forward to enjoying the extra hour of sleep next Sunday morning. Uh, I hope you will as well. But again, next Sunday, Sports Edge goes from a 7 a.m. start to back to an 8 a.m. start. Now, before we return return to our conversation with Don of of Gamblers Anonymous, I, I do want to acknowledge this uh, ugly racist incident which took place last week at Pearl River High School in Rockland County. Pearl River was hosting Nyack High School in a boys varsity basketball game. And according to numerous witnesses on three separate occasions during the game, when a black Nyack player came to the foul line to shoot a free throw, a number of Pearl River fans made loud monkey and ape noises. Now, as you might imagine, this was absolutely shocking and just totally unacceptable. But what was even more astonishing was that not one adult at the game did anything about it. They just apparently ignored this disgraceful noise, and they just looked on. Mind you, this didn't happen once. It happened three times during the course of the game. And when I mean adult... That would include the parents in the stands, any administrator or educator from Pearl River High School, any of the coaches at the game, any of the referees who are working the game. These are all adults. Either they just thought this was no big deal or that it was up to some other adult to speak up and say something. Regardless of their, of their rationale, they just tacitly allowed this to take place. Now, of course, this would have been the perfect time to have immediately stopped the game, tossed the the offenders out, and make sure that this kind of behavior is just not tolerated. But again, no one did that. Even worse, apparently, according to various reports, this same kind of racist behavior happened a couple of weeks earlier when Pearl River played Suffern High School. Now, look, friends, we always talk about teachable moments on the show and that teenagers in particular often do dumb and stupid things. We know that. But especially since we're in the middle of Black History Month, 
this moment at a Pearl River High School basketball game, that would have been the perfect time to have enforced and drilled home that, te that teachable lesson. But inexplicably and sadly, no one did that. It's just unbelievable. And I'll be curious to see what kind of discipline is handed out at Pearl River. And quite frankly, yeah, there will be a bunch of kids who will be disciplined. But honestly, it should include the adults who are at the game as well for not doing anything. All right. Point made. Moving on. Let's, uh, let's get back to our conversation with Don from Gamblers Anonymous. And, and again, Don, you've been talking this morning about uh, the numbers, uh, legal betting today in the game is going to be over $7.6 billion. That, that stat comes from the American Gaming Association. But I do want to point out, at the NFL, what Americans should really keep in mind is that according to the New York Times, that uh, over in, uh, the, in uh, England, United Kingdom, and over in Europe, where legal sports betting has been around for several years, there have been serious gambling addition over there. That's, that's risen quite a bit. Um, and again, as I said, if you go to the NFL's own website, responsibleplay.org, they estimate that more than 5 million people uh, have a serious gambling issue each year. 5 million Americans. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's a concern. And, and I, I, again, friends, uh, I, I want to make sure that, you know, I, I remind you of the number. It's 855-222-5542 or go to gamblersanonymous.org. Uh, and let's, let's go to uh, some more calls here, as I promised. Let's go over to uh, Jack Smithland over in Fairlawn. Jack, good morning. You're talking with Don from Gamblers Anonymous and with me. How are you doing today, Jack? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing really well. Before we get started, I just want to say that um, your uh, your screener Ed or Zooman is like one of the greatest people. It, never let, let never let him go. Um, <laughs> he's he's a he's a super guy. Um, Ed, Ed is yeah, terrific, but, and I'm always amazed and impressed. He gets up probably uh, you know in the middle of the night to to go down to to the studio uh, and to make sure the show gets on the air. So uh, yes, uh, uh, you know, kudos to Ed. He's terrific. Yeah, God, God, God bless Ed. Um, the NIAC thing, all I'm going to say is one thing. Um, what is wrong with parents? What is wrong with adults today? I mean, you just don't understand it. You know, kids are, like you said before, they're not rational. You know, and that's something I'm going to speak about with the gambling part of it. But, you know, how could parents sit there and allow this to happen? How could coaches and, like you said, referees allow this to happen? What are they, deaf? They they turned a deaf ear to this. It's, I, it's amazing, but you can't you can't let it happen. No. Um, getting getting to the gambling. You know, I've been around coaching and teaching for a long time, as most of your callers know, because mm -hmm. you know I love the show. I you know I've been I, I taught for forty four years, so I've been around that environment. I've been around that age group, um, and I've been coaching, and I've witnessed it. I've seen it many many times. And one of the things that you said before about rationale, you know, being rational is 150% correct. You know, kids are not rational. They don't think before they act. They don't get, they get themselves into trouble because, you know, kids at the ages of 13 to 17, and this is a statistic that I remember from my health classes. Kids that become addicted to drugs, alcohol, and even gambling between the ages of 13 and 17, it lasts a long, long time with them. It doesn't yes. go away. Right. But people that become gamblers later on in life, when they are developed, their brain, their, their prefrontal lobe is developed, and they are rational about their thinking, they're the ones who can get themselves out of trouble. All right? And understand when they're in trouble. Kids don't. 
Kids don't. Parents, you have to wake up to this. You have to understand that, like Rick and, and Don were talking about, there's so many different avenues to gambling today. And kids will take those avenues. They'll use them. And it'll usually start with a, with a, with, with a friendly bet with friends, and then all of a sudden they get into the fantasy, and all of a sudden they're now dealing with bookies because they're underage. And if they're not, and if they are underage, and they get onto these sites, they had to steal money, like you said, or lie about their age to get on. And it becomes a very, very deep problem. And pe people, please do yourself a favor. The people that are listening right now, take this to heart. And, and the people that aren't, you know what, I can't say it, but I have friends that I'm going to call and make sure that they listen to this podcast this afternoon. It's, it's a great show. I personally think it should be on earlier than, than Super Bowl Sunday. I, I mentioned that because, you know what, you want to give the parents the warnings, not on the day. It's already too late for this Super Bowl because half of those kids have already put all their monies down on this game. So it's, it's a sad thing, too, when you see a kid get into trouble. I had a student at the school that I taught at for over 30 years. He got himself into serious, serious trouble to the point where he was expelled from college. Mm -hmm. So, you know what, people? Open up your eyes. Understand. Listen, there's only one way to not get in trouble with gambling. Don't gamble. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Thank you, Rick. Th thank you, Jack. Good thoughts. You know, Don. Uh, you know, he, as as Jack was saying, that uh, yeah, the, the, there's a lot of medical evidence that you know, kids they're in their teenage years, their their brain, uh, their uh, controls over impulses and stuff still developing. Uh, that that it's not it, it isn't until they get to be in their early 20s when they really have in fact matured that they begin to get a better sense of what goes on in terms of uh, trying to curb. Uh, compulsions and addictions and it, as you said in your own life it was around the age of 13 or, or 15 that you got involved in this uh, I, I think that's the lesson we want parents to understand if nothing else from the show today understand that your ki your kids gambling seems like it's fun it's exciting they of course hear all the advertising that's out there and see all the ads about you know this is fun and exciting to gamble but they may not hear the fact that you got to be 21, or they may feel that everybody, all my friends are doing it, so what's the downside? Or the parents don't really, you know, say, look, let's sit down and talk about, about wagering and gambling and what it really means to do this responsibly. Uh, you know, when, it, when a kid goes, or a kid calls GA, uh, or, or the parents call GA, can, can you sort of walk us through what happens that process? Well, we try to talk to... Um the young person or to the parent. Um, there's also another organization that we're aligned with called Gaminon. Mm -hmm. And Gaminon is for those people, whether it be the wives, the parents, or family members who see that there's a problem with gambling and they call us. We, we also send the parents to Gaminon. And Gaminon is people who were involved with gambling and they're the parents, they're the wives, and we kind of tell them, and they go to these meetings, and they understand now from other people who have, who have gone through the same experience, and there's nothing better than hearing from people who have gone through the same experience, and they get help there also. Mm -hmm. so you can also send the, just understand that the parents have another venue, and for the gambler, obviously, it's Gamblers Anonymous, and they, they get a call. We receive the calls. We have a hotline, the 855 number, 
and we get the call, we speak to the person, and we send them to the closest meeting and get them there as soon as possible. Obviously, with even now with you know COVID and the limitations that we have, we still have we have many more Zoom meetings, and we are we are still available to help people. And do, do you find there's an uptick with with the? the I mean, do you find that the teenagers that are calling you, or is it their parents that that call first? Both. You know, it's it's males, it's females, it's parents, and and there's been a tremendous uptick. We have many, many more meetings. We have many more members over the last couple of years. And again, it's a progression. I mean, when when GA started in 1957, there was one meeting. Now there's thousands of meetings throughout the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like Jack talked about in England, I mean, we have meetings all over the world. Yeah, no, it's no question about it. It is obviously a huge concern, uh, as simple as that. Uh, you know, <clears throat> let's uh, let's see if we can get some more calls here. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's go to uh, let's go to uh, to Bill. Um, Bill, uh, good morning. You're on the fan. Hi, Rick. Uh, great show as always. Uh, I just wanted to uh, piggyback on what Jack said earlier with the Pearl River Nyack incident. I, I wasn't there, but, you know, the parents in the stands should step up, but sometimes they're uncomfortable because it's their kids' peers or whatever. But I think that one of the things is uh, security mm -hmm. and the administration, the AD, whatever. I'm not blaming anybody because it happens. I saw a game last week, uh, I'm not going to say where, high school game where bottles were thrown on the court um, there just needs to be an accountability and a responsibility for the people that are in the stands to just accept it, that it's a, it's an athletic event. It is not war and it is not my kid is going to conquer the world. And if he doesn't or she doesn't, it's, it's just, you know, it, it's the responsibility belongs to many, the parents, the students. And the security folks that really need to have a presence in the stand to make sure that people behave and enjoy the event because it's all about the kids, really. Well, there's no the question, Bill. And I, I hear you, but I do think there's a distinct difference when you know uh, at, at, a, at, a, at a at a game which is uh, hotly contested, and and we do know there's a long history of parents who lose their cool, and they will shout things at perhaps. Um, the referees, the officials, or, or, or the coaches, whatever. Uh, it's one thing where there's just an emotional outburst uh, of stupid comments. But this, where it not only happens once, but three times during the course of a game, and apparently, as I said, it happened in an earlier game, yeah, either somebody there, security, I mean, that's their job. Uh, yeah, part of their job is to make sure no fan runs out onto the court and causes a, you know, a, a melee. But a part of their job is also to make sure that people don't say and yell out stupid stuff. Um, and that's where you can say, well, maybe the parents in the stands figured that's, that's not my job. That's why they have security here. Or maybe there's teachers who are assigned to the game as, as chaperones to monitor what goes on. But whoever it was, some adult has to speak up and say, we can't allow this. And uh, you know, it could have been... The, the, the coaches, either one of the coaches from either Nyack or from Pearl River could have stopped the game, gone to the official and said, we're not going to continue to play this because this is just outrageous, uh, poor, poor sportsmanship. It's beyond poor sportsmanship. It's just out, flat out racism. 
I mean, there are a lot of people who could have stopped this right then and there and said, this is not going to continue. They could have stopped the game, uh, pointed out the, uh, the people who were making the noises, whether it's just kids or whoever, and, and gone from there. But to allow it to go on is just, uh, it's just flat out wrong. And I think that's what people are, are so concerned about, that in this day and age, uh, you know, how could this happen? How could this happen, uh, you know, among uh, in, in a school district uh, where, where they should know better? Simple as that. And I think that's that's what's so outrageous. But, Bill, I, I hear you, and you can tell from my, my tone of voice of this, I just think this is outrageous. And, I'm, and I am curious to see what happens in terms of discipline or punishment or whatever happens from this point on. But I do hope uh, it is serious and, 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 and takes people, uh, makes them think twice about this kind of stuff ever again. Bill, thank you for the call. Uh, you know, Don, I want to get back to you very quickly before we run out of time. Um, one of the things that always struck me, um, we've talked about this in years past, is that, I, you know, one of the things that worries me about um, gambling in sports, particularly with kids who are athletes, as they go through uh, high school and maybe into to, you know, college, is there's a long history in this country of point shaving. Uh, you know, going back to the early 1950s with CCNY and, and uh, Long Island University, and then over the years, uh, point shaving scandals at Boston College, Arizona State, Northwestern, Tulane, and many, many other top colleges. Uh, these are players in college who basically, you know, either were naive or didn't understand that uh, being approached by, um, by uh, lowlifes who say, look, I'll, I'll, you can make some money here. Uh, if you just don't win by 10 points, if you just win by six, uh, you'll make a, I'll pay a lot of money. And I do worry that I don't know if kids today are being educated about, about the, the concerns with, with uh, point shaving. And I worry that maybe we're going to have another situation like this happen not too in the far off future. Uh, did you get any of that concerns at all? Or do you, do you see that well, as a concern as well? Yeah, I think that that's going you know, to be something. And it's always, you know, we, we've seen, you know, over the years with Pete Rose and you yeah. know, I think you're talking about Arch Schleister, the quarterback. Right. So, and now it's going to be easy for these young athletes to, to go in and make a bet, you know, take some money and, you know, change the course of an outcome of a game. It might have been more difficult for, you know, them to make that bet. So that's certainly there. But, you know, going back to the other thing is I think it's important that any parent who thinks they might be, might have a problem, let them call Gamblers Anonymous. All it is is one call. And the same thing, you know, you're talking about the high schools. We have a speaking program for high schools. And any administrator who thinks that there might be a problem, we're available to help them. And, again, it goes back to all these things that there are avenues, whether it be GAA, Gaminon, uh, these are the, we can help anybody who's got a problem, at least give them some guidance, and then let the parents make a decision of what they want to do with it. Yeah, just to recap this again, uh, you know, it, it, uh, and, and Don, again, I can't thank you enough, as you do every year, to come on the show and talk about this critically important issue, because it really does uh, have the potential to tear apart families uh, in so many horrible ways. And, uh, you know, parents are conflicted because on one hand, they're obviously uh, want the best for their child, uh, but they also know that they have to make sure that, uh, that they talk to their youngsters, try to get them help, 
make it clear to them that this is not something they're 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 passing judgment on, but trying to say, look, this some people have developed an addiction uh, or are inclined to be have addicted to to gambling, and you know if it's not sort of confronted. Uh, when they're still in their teenage years, it can really spiral out of control, particularly when the kid, you know, goes off to college. Again, parents, it's uh, traditionally known as mostly for, for young males, but clearly, as we heard from Don this morning, a lot of young girls are doing this as well, not necessarily betting on sporting events, but in other parts, uh, whether it's uh, scratch-offs or lotteries or, or going to casinos. Again, reminder, parents, the kids have to be 21 uh, you've got to keep an eye on them as best you can because, as Don has pointed out, they're, so, they're very uh, adept with, obviously, their cell phones and the apps. Um, this is a real concern. And we've heard even the NFL says uh, on their own website uh, that, you know, this affects anywhere from uh, 1% to 3% of the American population. That's probably conservative. That's still over 5 million people. That's, that's a lot of people. And we want to make sure if it's your son or daughter, you're basically doing the right thing by them to preserve their life in a very positive way. Don, thank you as always uh, for your help. I very much appreciate it. Uh, and uh, again, we'll look forward to talking to you again next year. Thank you. And again, you know, the hotline is 855-222-5542. And you know, we appreciate your help. Thank you, Don. Again, the website is gamblersanonymous.org. Okay, that's it for me in this edition of the Sports Edge. My thanks to Ed, of course, Ed Arzuman. We'll see you next Sunday morning. 8 o'clock right here on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.